Uh, ooh, it tells us we're alive. Alive. This is happening. It's no turning back now. You're okay. stuck. All right. So, um, I hate starting things. I I hate it's, it's like icebreakers. Like intros are like icebreakers to me. I I hate it. Hi. <laughs> Hello to everyone Hi. out there. My name is Yolanda. That is Yanni. This is the Sis Haven podcast, and we are coming to you from well, my bedroom and <laughs> my living room. So right. Yes. <laughs> and- <laughs> And um, yeah, we are here to talk about making friends during the pandemic. Yanni and I are mm-hmm. new friends. Yes, I do not know this woman. She is an absolute stranger. I will send a signal if I need some help. You might. <laughs> so I'll let, you know, keep keep your stuff at the ready. No, I'm I'm not that dangerous. I swear. So it's weird. Like, I mean, it's one thing to make friends during a pandemic. Like, that's a little strange. But what I realized for myself is that I, until very recently in my adult life, I've never actually picked the friends that I ever had. Like, they just kind of took me and I let them take me. And I was just like, okay, until I'm like, yeah, this thing won't work. So I didn't really realize until very recently when I've made more like intentional attempts at friendships that I don't I don't go with the whole thing as much anymore because usually doesn't work. It's usually, you know, especially like as an introvert, like it's usually very extroverted people that take me on. And mm-hmm. then I realized like, I hate, I hate all your friends. I hate everything you're into. Like, it's not gonna work. <laughs> and this is like, this sounds good. So it's like, okay, now I'm like, I don't know. Is it cherry picking? Is cherry picking a, a, a phrase? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that would be it. Okay, yeah. So it's like, I have like standards and shit now. So I feel like a whole grown up. <laughs> No. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, for me, um, and this is so funny, like, you know, like, I was like, hey, Ma, I made some friends, like, because making friends for me has always been a very, making friends has always been a very difficult thing for me. I, like, I've always had one or two or maybe three, depending on, like, what professional or, like, school environment that I've been in. Um, mm-hmm. And that's it. I'm very 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 careful about who I call a friend so like it's not even that so like all of my friendships are long-standing friendships but they're you know I have half a dozen friends like I don't um I have a really hard time with acquaintances like yeah just don't do them I'm not good at it um and also being super introverted I can't do a lot of people so like it's like um you know, I might know you, I might know of you, but like, I don't necessarily, yeah. we might actually speak on a regular basis. doesn't make a right. sense. Right. I usually have like one to three on some kind of weird rotation unexpectedly. Like it just usually kind of falls that way. It's usually mainly two actually, but I, I realized that another thing with like how my friendships were is that they were, I had different sections of friends. Like none of my friends would know each other. Like when they got to points where I would like have things because I didn't really have like events and like parties and stuff like growing up a lot. But like my friends, my friends and different friend groups meeting is like meeting, meshing of like different worlds. I'm just like, this does, none of these make sense together. And I'm just like, well, that's kind of how my personality, like I don't fit into just, like I'm not like a, you know, like you have like 
those tropes of like the golf kids and the whatever the sports kids and all that kind of stuff like I had a little bit of everything so it's like they never came together and that was that worked for me because for me I got to be like those different parts of myself freely in those spaces but I was never like I'm not good at dual relationships I've never been a fan and this is like awkwardly enough like this is technically like one of the first dual relationships I've intentionally done like something as simple as even my first friend four years old we were friends on the block went to the same elementary school I did not talk to her at school you are my street friend you're my friend on the street we don't know each other at school we will even walk to school together I don't know you once we walk through these doors <laughs> and it wasn't like an intentional thing but that's kind of how it went <laughs> yeah no I um this isn't weird for me because like a lot of my friends cross over like I have mm. crossover friends so I met my like you know like the friends that I have like I met in high school, college, mm-hmm. college 2.0, like, you know, the second time I went back to graduate. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the, you know, those are the people, like, when I say my friendships are long, they're long, but like, they're very, mm-hmm. very few and far between. So like, you know, right. me making new friends, this is like, yeah, <laughs> still like, you know, like, <laughs> do we do this? Do we do this? Yes, we're right. doing it. You know, and like, for me that, you know, like the very, I, f- I feel like I'm dealing in inversions because mm-hmm. I didn't think I needed new friends. I didn't think I needed mm-hmm. anybody really. Like before mm-hmm. the pandemic, I was right. cruising along, living my like, you know, newly single lady life. Like, mm-hmm. and as far as newly single, I mean, without my child, <laughs> um, she's grown. And, um, you know, just trying to figure it out. I moved to California, like big, like life sea changes. And then the pandemic hits. And I found this need for community. Like I needed to find people. It was like a need to find people. Like, you know, like, and, um, you know, I guess like maybe like facing your own mortality or whatever it is, like, just like set me off. Like I was like, okay, I need to build a community. I need to find a community. Like, and I've done this type of thing before. Like when I moved Mm -hmm. to Florida, I had absolutely no one and found a need to like Mm -hmm. find people so that like, you know, I don't know, in case in case something happened to me, somebody would take care of my daughter. It was always like right. this type of thing, like, you know, like I don't do people often or a lot, but it's important for me to have people close to me and people mm-hmm. who I trust, you know, for, right. you know, the occasion that something happens, you know? Right. So that's it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, I think it's a plethora of things, like especially me moving from the east coast to the west coast last year and i also moved to a predominantly white town which i have never lived in like every community i've ever lived in was predominantly black and asian if anything and like even the white people that lived two blocks away from me it was very segregated so for me this is a whole new world on multiple levels like I'm not used to it being like, I feel like I'm in a, like a black girl desert. Like every time I see a black girl, I'm just like, water. <laughs> like I still, and everybody laughs me when I say this, like last August, cause I moved here last summer, last August I was taking out the trash and I never take out the trash. Happened to run into a black girl in my complex at the dumpster. And I like held the door cause she was like on her way in as I was coming out. And she said, thanks sis. And when I tell you I melted like a goddamn ice cream on a hot day because I was just like, even a month in of being out here, I'm like, 
ain't nobody called me sis to my face and like I don't even know because I'm so used to it and it was just like and I knew that this was going to be a factor like when I decided to move and I was just like I'm I'm gonna have to figure something out I'll figure out something I don't know what but I'm gonna figure something out and it was just like and then there was that other side of just being so used to like doing stuff on my own and realizing that I don't really know how to fully function in community because I'm so to myself and okay with it and I'm trying to like not necessarily change that but like evolve it or add to it or something I don't know yeah no I get it like and it, you know like and we're adult adults like we take care right. of ourselves right. like you know like we're right. holding it down and everything else like that and I know you know like I go through bouts of intense loneliness I go through bouts of not knowing my place in the universe just you know big heady philosophical things just like you know um wanting to be around people but not necessarily knowing how to um so you know like i went you know like when i moved here i met up with a few people that i you know it's like a friend of a friend to Mm. um to do that but like couldn't really find it's like there's this like you know the image of me that I'm very self-contained, that I'm okay all the time, that I'm like pretty even, that, you know, um, and then there's reality. I'm messy as just messy, messy, <laughs> like internally, but you'll never see the mess. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, like I go out, my hair's done, my clothes are done. Like, you know, like I'm relatively pleasant. I don't like, I don't cry in public. <laughs> you know, it's just not something that I do. Um, so when people see me, they see like, she's up and she's okay. Right. And like, whatever, yeah. whatever. And I'm funny. So people yeah. like, you know, people, you know, just, but I'm like, I'm not okay. I, and I don't know how to right. communicate. I'm not right. okay all the time. Um, I'm not all this contained. I want right. to talk about silly things. I'm not the most serious person in the world. Like, even right. though I move in very serious spaces. Right. Um, so, you know, it's like one of those things where like, I'm like, oh, I need to find my weirdos. I do, right. <laughs> like, I, I need to. Right, like I need to find my island of misfit toys because I feel like we're usually all on these individual islands <laughs> because we don't think that there's like a place for everyone to gather. And, but it's like, I, I appreciate that and I want that, but I also need an exit. Like I need to be able to dip out when I, like, cause at some point, like this is too much. It can be going great and I'm like, I'm ready to go. Like this is enough. And that's why the internet is perfect. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love yeah. the internet. I love my internet friends. I'm like, this is like, you know, like, and it's funny because when this is over and I'm thinking about this, I'm like, when this is over, I might, and I very well might just keep living in quarantine. Like, you know, like, I, I, mm. I didn't know I was technically living in quarantine until quarantine happened. So it was just like, oh, well, I just need to maybe adjust one of two things, but I've, I've been totally content with this lifestyle. <laughs> like, if it's not a hiking trail, I'm not too pressed to get there. I don't know. And it's weird because, like, part of, like, the idea of even doing a podcast, like, years ago, I was having a conversation with my sister. Um, I told you about that. And at the end of the conversation, she's just like, you should start a podcast. And I immediately said, no. Like, what are you talking about? Like, no. 
like com completely like dismissed it because that's how I am with like when new stuff is like thrown at me and I, especially when I'm not expecting it like those aren't the kind of surprises that my brain likes so it just says no first and then thinks about it like immediately after and I like did this whole analytical thing in my head like well if I were to do it it has to be about this this and I wouldn't want to do it by myself and it would have to be a certain person to do it with that's reliable blah 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 like checking all these boxes and stuff and I just kind of left that like on a back burner whenever it seemed like the right time and the right situation then I would go for it and if that time never came that was fine too and it was just weird because it was like a, a, a random like chain of events that like led us here I mean obviously there was the pandemic and then there was commentary and beauty YouTube and we were in everybody's in lives like people were going live on Instagram all day long everybody's just chit-chatting and FaceTiming probably more than they ever had Zoom meetings with families I'm thankful I didn't have to do that but like all that kind of stuff happening and it's like we're in the same live from a commentary channel who I refer to as the plug <laughs> these days and then we end up in another one that we were referred to by the plug and we're like talking shit to each other and it's like when you're used to that kind of banter like you pick it up immediately when the other person gets it it's like other people might think it's rude, like we're arguing and stuff like that. And it's just like, no, we're, we're talking shit. Like, like, okay. You don't understand my DMs. People, people were in the DMs. Y'all all right? What's wrong with you and Yanni? Like, y'all are going at it. Like, is this the thing? And I was like, oh, that's just black people talk. Like, that's what we do. Right. And, and that's one of the things that I love about this is like, there's no need to like have to cold switch. You don't have to speak the King's English. You don't have to like be so mindful of just certain uh, cultural things that people don't understand. And it's just like, that's what I'm used to. And I'm still getting adjusted to not having that readily available all the time, like locally. So, I mean, I still have my people, but it's, 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 a, it's an adjustment. <laughs> and the funny thing about it is, is that like, I feel, and, and you know, I'm one of those people who, I don't necessarily need to be in a physical space with someone to connect with them. I really, I really don't. And the plug, I met the plug in person. She's <laughs> the same person she is on screen. <laughs> like, you know, like it was, it was a really good time. Um, she's the same person she is on screen. And I was like, okay, so we had this, you know, experience where we were in the same physical space, but what if it never happened? Would right. you still, like, you know, like, we still talked about the things that we talk about while we, you know, when we're going at it online or in right. the chat or, you know, right. so forth and so on. So, like, right. for me, I'm starting to realize, like, I'm, I'm a, you know, of the, of the mindset that I probably don't need to be in the same space as right. other people in order to enjoy them as much as I do. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, like, actually, the experience might be better right? in some ways that, like, yeah. you know, I don't have to be looking for the exit or coming up with an excuse or like A, B, right. and C, like, you know, like, oh, you know right. what? Our time is up. Like, we gotta go. Yeah. Like, okay, so like, yeah. So like, I like having the ability or the ability to, you know, do one thing, be engaged, but like still be able to like carry on with the activities of my day. Like, so like, you know, right. like I don't have to be static. I can move. And I realized right. that like, being physical is a huge, huge thing for me. Like I'm a person right. who likes to move around, right. who um, needs to move around, um, and not necessarily be fixed in 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 one spot ever. Right. And I'm like, okay, so like I can live my life. I can right. also live a life and have 
really deep and profound relationships with people right. on the And the best ones are the most random, like randomly unexpected, wasn't looking for anything. You know how like people say like, well, no, this is a weird comparison, but you know how like when people like say, well, you'll find love when you're not looking for it. And it's just like, that's bullshit. And it it's is bullshit. like, <laughs> but, well, I, I can't personally, in my experience, it did happen that way, but whatever different story for another time but it did kind of happen that way like I wasn't like I was just in the chat for the sake of some community like the perfect amount of I can leave this at any time I don't even have to say anything like turn off my screen whatever and that's fine like that worked for me that more than worked for me and it was like interesting because it's like even like in uh, not knowing that we were developing this podcast and getting to know each other. Because I think we started chit-chatting around like April or May or something like that. And you had requested like, just kind of like a black girl video chat. And it was four of us and we had a really good time and we did it on Juneteenth of all days. And that wasn't expect like planned or expected. It just fell on, it just happened to be that day. And it was like that conversation that we all had that day was a cis haven before there was a cis haven. Like it was a safe space for us to talk about whatever the hell we wanted to and make no apologies for it. And it was what it was, good time had by all. And we didn't have to, you know, do anything after that. It was just a fair exchange across all boards. And fast forward to July and we're chit chat more. And I just, it, one of the things I realized is that like my intuition never leads me wrong. And I don't know what conversation we were having, but it was just like, I think that next day where I was just like, Hey, got this idea. Are you interested? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, no. Um, and the funny thing is, is that like, you know, you're saying that like, it took you years, you know, to figure out, like, you know, this is something that you wanted to do. And I had in my mind that I wanted to do something as well. Um, and I'm still doing it, my own, like, YouTube channel, but, um, like, you know, uh, when you are able to talk to someone, you know, and, like, it can take forever for people to get there with each other, and sometimes they never, ever do, and for us, it was, it was quick, it was quick, and it was so funny, because we'd be at, you know, like, be at the chat, and I'd be, like, cackling you know like just going off like you know like losing my mind I was like ah she's so funny (laughs) you know just just doing you know like doing and we're going back and forth and like the harder we went the more like affinity I felt I was like oh somebody understands I don't have to explain that joke I don't have to apologize for it (laughs) like you know and it's off color like you know and kind of raunchy and kind of like you know out there and everything else like that and I'm like Oh, I haven't had that in such right. Because certain time. insults from the right person is like a handshake. <laughs> Doesn't work with everybody. Like it's just a a vibe that just kind of happens. Yeah. No. So like uh, you know like and when you ask, I was like, oh yeah, cool. <laughs> we can do this. We can do <laughs> right. this. You know. Um, yeah. yeah. So um, that's how we met. <laughs> um, you know how we, we still haven't met each other in person it's right. so funny because like you know I think I'm seeing like more and more of you as mm-hmm. far as videos concerned because we've been in video chats 
uh, right. you know, uh, Zoom and Google Meet and Hangouts and so forth and so on. But I think I've only seen you from here. Uh, yeah. So like, <laughs> you know, like I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, so there's Yanni I know in Zoom and FaceTime. And now that we're streaming together, I'm, you know, I see more. And as far as more, there's the background and, <laughs> um, you know, like, you know, where you're at. And also lighting. Like, I don't yeah. think, like, because uh, you would sit in your living room um, and it would Still be like, very... just a different part. <laughs> okay, yeah. But it would be yeah. super dim and it'd be like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know, I never pay that any mind because I'm like, I'm not looking at me. I'm just talking to the people. So I never like pay attention to that when I'm in those. So I'll, I'll keep that in mind next time. Because <laughs> I even do you're that so for pretty. the work ones. <laughs> Shut up. You are. I even do that in the work ones where I'm just like, look, till this is over. <laughs> Doesn't need to be any kind of setup. No smiling faces, none of that stuff. Like, let's just get this done. <laughs> so going back to that meeting where we were talking about, um, you know, what the podcast is and we still haven't quite figured out exactly where it is we just wanted to create a space where we could have these conversations we can talk about it it's all of the things um right. you know um without having to filter censor you know code switch whatever you want to call it as far as right. you know just having a relationship as friends like you know um and like well i think you can do a better better job of explaining like now like i'm looking to make sure that this isn't one of the questions what your impetus was for um asking us to exchange playlists so i mean it it was a plethora of things but i know like for me like everybody has different ways where they i guess communicate better and for me it's usually writing and music and the trouble with something like this with writing is that you don't get tone and, and things like that. So I thought that music would be the next best thing. Cause it's like, even when I was trying to like explain like what my vision was or whatever. And it was just like, I feel like I didn't say all the words. Like I didn't like sell like, like the feeling of it. And so I thought to myself like, well, why don't you just do what you always do? And that's music. like. I can go back to even middle school. Like sometimes I'll look at my old diaries and I'll have playlists in there. Like I have a whole box of CDs of, if I were to just crack open a random one, I can remember exactly like where I was in my life during that time, just based off of the playlist because that's just how I process in a way. So it was more of like, okay, so I gave you pretty much the gist of like the idea and I wanted you to like internalize it and then also add to it like what you were getting from it and what you would like as well. And I thought, especially in getting to know each other because you know, that's a different, that's a whole other process. So it was like, okay, so let the music do it. And I thought that even like the way that that ended up working out was really cool because it was a reflection of our personalities. Because at first I think I said like 50 songs and you were like, hell no. <laughs> I was like, all right. Let me negotiate. Let's do 30. I have and the then... attention span of a nap. Okay. <laughs> right. It cannot be 50 songs. I can't hold 50 songs in my right. like space, you know, and really evaluate them the way that I want to. Like, like, 
So for me, music is so funny. I was like, oh, that girl just asked me for my drawers. <laughs> like, you know, like, <laughs> that's so personal to me. You know, like, you know, like, music is very, very personal. It's a, a, a thing with me, like, sharing, you know, like, and the thing is, is I have, you know, I'm 45 years old. The mixtape, okay, you know, like the mixtape was a thing before CDs. You had the tape right. and a handy pencil to make sure you could fix your tape, right? So, um, you know, I have exchanged playlists with non-family members because I've done this amongst family, like, you know, the woman who gave birth to me, <laughs> you know, and, and the woman I gave birth to. Um, but... Um, I would say outside of that and a couple of uncles and aunts, but like outside of that and my sister, but like outside of that, three people. <laughs> so like, it's a very romantic thing for me. It's a oh. very intimate thing. Oh, sorry. I'm not trying to take your draws, girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, <laughs> in another universe. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Um, <laughs> so like, um so at first I was a little you know I was like oh too soon <laughs> too soon because that's the way I feel about it it, it, it was too soon too soon but um I was like also the you know heady part of me that I was like oh but this is the way to get to know someone this is the way to like figure out where they're at um you know and so you know when we exchanged lists it was it was also like you know like when I was creating and I was like, okay, I want this to be me, but at the same time, how exposed do I want to be? Like, mm-hmm. you know, how, um, how much of what I am do I want to put in this? Because this is new and it could end and it could end badly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had bad friend breakups. And so like, you know, well, I didn't want- for the optimism. <laughs> <laughs> Look. <laughs> Look. You know, we're, we're, you know, victims of trauma. Like when, when, when that's, when that happens to you, you know, you, it's, I'm one of those people, like, you know, I want the best. I want the best. I go into things like hoping for the best, but also in, you know, in the very back of my mind, I'm like, okay, these are all the things that can go wrong. You know why? Right. Because it has gone wrong. Right. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. that's, you know, like, yeah. that's And my thing part is, of like, my when are you going to leave? Because you're going to leave. And it's like, okay. Like, you just kind of brace yourself automatically. And it's unfortunate, but it's it's the reality of what life has taught us in, in certain ways. So, and it's like, but even with that, I'm still going to do it. And I think that's, you know, like when people talk about courage and what that actually means, you know, um, they don't think, they think courage is the absence of fear. And that's not what courage is at all. I'm terrified, like mm-hmm. a lot, <laughs> because I right. have been terrified a lot. So um, right. it's what you do with your fear. That's what courage is. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, walking around like, you know, Rambo all the time. Like, it's just not that. Um, right. So courage is what you do with your fear, like how you respond yeah. to that fear, doing it anyway, <laughs> you know, right. being, being afraid. And there are reasons right. for me to be afraid to expose myself like this. And we'll talk right. about that on another, at another time, but like, you know, right. um, doing it anyway, you know, right. 
risking things and I'm not a person who just jumps who just leaps I do right. think about things I plan things but I also can get stuck in planning until there's no more planning to do and then right. the time for whatever it is has happened has passed right. so you know when I said yes quickly it wasn't because I didn't give it any thought it was that if I had thought about it long enough I would have said no I can talk myself right. out of anything anything <laughs> anytime anywhere I'm good at that <laughs> it just seemed like a natural segue in a way like the conversations we were having it's like you know when you usually are first getting to know somebody and there's different levels of like how you connect with people like there's certain people where you connect with like oh I can hang out with this person but I don't really want to talk to them or there's certain people you can hang out with in person but you can't really talk to on the phone and vice versa like all those different things and it was just like we were just having a lot of conversations that were unintentionally very long and it was just like I mean isn't that basically what a podcast is like Yep. long ass conversation <laughs> just bug our phones <laughs> let's keep it funky though <laughs> yeah. the thing is, is I don't I am not a phone person I'm not a phone person at all like you know um, it's one of those things I get like surprised when my phone rings I mm-hmm. don't particularly like that surprise 99% of the time and um, we were having these very very long but that's the way I am with like my friends and that's why I say that I don't have very many friends because you know and I'm realizing that I'm that intense friend that people have that you know I don't want to talk about the weather because I'm not going to right I can't do it like the weather is what it yeah. is <laughs> right there's no need Same. to converse about it so small Same. talk is not something that i do but it might be something that people need and right. you know i'm i'm learning you know right. i've been i still I've hate been... it <laughs> <laughs> hate it so much <laughs> just like these first 10 minutes out of the way where's this going mm. and then it. you know i also have a tendency to get bored <laughs> like i like why why like I need to be engaged you cannot be boring don't be dull yeah don't be regular yeah and I think that one of the things that I appreciated with you like starting out was that it was during a time where like you know everybody's emotions were like really high with like everything that happened with George Floyd Breonna Taylor um Ahmaud everything and it was just like it was that whole People were talking like online, talking about how like their white friends are calling them, asking them what to do, how they can help, and stuff like that. That I didn't um, personally experience because I don't really have any. But it was it was the the tiredness that I was seeing just over and over again of so many black women that I do and don't know whether it was you know parasocially or whatever. And it was just like, damn, like can we get a minute? And it was and it's like nobody's just like being like just supportive or like you good or something like that and then here you come all up in the dms <laughs> like hey you good <laughs> and i'm just like well thank you <laughs> oh you're welcome you're very welcome and honestly because no one checks for us no one does like that's you know the strong friends and i think we found you know like our like affinity group our community online because there's more than us you know like right our our and it's still a tight knit group but like we found kind of like like traits so mm-hmm. i know that yes you're holding it down and you're holding it down for your partner and you're holding it down for work but honestly there needs to be space to cry and there needs to be space to laugh and cry at the same time and there needs to be space to talk about it and 
not, you know, because I find the conundrum often is, is that I don't want to lean on the people who I see strength in either, to be perfectly honest, because it's too much. You don't want to re-traumatize other people. You don't want to mire them with, you know, with your stuff because you know that, like, I can't talk to my white friends, like, honestly and openly about the rage that I feel. I can't do it. Like, it's, you know, like, if I went off on one of those diatribes, I would, you know, and it's not even that, like, there's a time and a place for everything. It's not that my friendships with white people aren't that deep. Um, Because I do have a couple, two and a half, (laughs) 2.6 white friends left. I lost a whole lot of them. But, like... (laughs) Where I can, like, openly say, like, you know, like, I'm feral right now. I cannot with any of your people. We, you know, like, and that's, you know, that's the the code that we don't speak. We don't, we're not honest about it and saying, you know, like, hey, white people. Yeah, you too. <laughs> like, you know, in, right. in smaller ways. Um, yeah. We don't because, do that if we want to keep I mean, our jobs. From an observer standpoint, because, again, I don't really have that history but it's like two extremes you either have the ones that absolutely don't want to hear it or the ones that feel so guilty they're like at your feet like what can I do and it's just like okay what the fuck am I supposed to do with that like I'm already (laughs) holding a lot like what am I supposed to do with that like it's still another way where I'm feeling like I have to take care of you like how how did this happen like how did I get hit and I'm taking care of you like how does that make sense? Like, make it make sense. Like, I don't understand that. So I I noticed a lot of that. And even like my black girlfriends that I would talk to and like them having those experiences. And I'm just like, little story, bro. (laughs) When we meet up. Can't relate. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know, Yadi, you're the first person that I know that like, doesn't have that, like, you know, like, I think when when people talk about social circles, you know, and this rolls into the racism of like, of, of the thing. So like people make the assumption that all black people know each other, all black people run in the same circles. We have the same interests. We all watch the same TV. Like we just don't, like we're right. different people. And culturally, like all of my friends, you know, like, and the right. people that I know, right. um, people of color, we all have the same experiences dealing with because we have white friends like that is something because we went to white schools and we socialized with white people and professionally you know especially if you work in the nonprofit sector and I've been you know either in or around that for the last 10 years um you you can't it's unavoidable to have those relationships and to run smack dab into racism every single time like it's not like I can log off and I can be done with the white world or I can choose not to watch TV and you know like in a particular way um and do that so like I can't shut it out it it's enmeshed it's entangled um and so like having nowhere to go and no one to talk to about it like absolutely no one because you don't want to be a burden to the other people who are like you who are going through it and still spending too much energy talking about it with other people you know what can we leave this because I'm like oh I don't want to talk about like I want this to be about our music okay okay so you okay there you go I was I was missing you there for a second oh 
So one of the things that I really loved about the playlist too was that we, in certain ways, like finish each other's sentences. Because like, we didn't talk about the playlist too much like once we exchanged them, but even the little parts that we did where it was just like those moments where like, I was gonna add that song, but I didn't do it, but you did. And it was like, uh, like and vice versa, like even like when you had like some uh, classical music in there and I, I considered doing it or I considered adding some um, jazz or something like that. And I was just like, no, I think I might be doing too much. I already got all these songs. And then I added another one on top of it, like chill out. and. <laughs> Then it was like, even certain songs, like it almost like they played off of each other. Like, I can't make up the fact that you had Four Women by Nina Simone on your playlist. And then I had the story of OJ, which is a remix of that song, like at the same time. And I'm just like, this bitch in my house. <laughs> she got the call to my phone. <laughs> like, what's going on? I am not that competent. I'm really not. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> and I'm too lazy to surveil anybody for any amount of time. Um, all right. So, like, you know, you do want to get into the questions and we want to talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's get all, like, professional. Wait, where are my glasses? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Should okay. I start? Or no, sure. you should start because you have one extra. Like, what is it with you and one extra? <laughs> I have a problem because I always got like one more. Like, you know what? This is not finished, and it's it's, it's a problem. I don't know if it's fully a problem. It's a, it's a thing. <laughs> mm. Extra. Listen, this is my life. I'm a lot. I, I've accepted that. I've embraced it. High maintenance, all the things. It's fine. Okay. So my first question for you was. What was your overall vibe for your playlist? Um, and, you know, I put some thought into this, but it was really like, okay, nice to meet you, Yanni. This is who I am. Like, you know, like all of it. So I wanted, you know, some of all of, you know, where I'm coming from to come through these songs, right? Mm -hmm. So, and it's weird because like when I, it's a weird way to create a playlist to say, nice to meet you <laughs> because normally it's someone I know and I'm making it for them like I'm <laughs> making um, music for them I'm putting together music for them for whatever particular reason if, if she it was... all her roles for me <laughs> I did I did so like you know like stepping out so part one was me and then part two was the project the mm. idea that we'd be online together that we'd be putting our voices out there um, to say like, what does this space look like? Like, you know, so it was both nice to meet you. This is, you know, this is aspects of my personality and this is the kind of space that I would also like to create. So um, it, was it was a large project where, and I actually loved it. I really, really did. Um, <laughs> like, you know, putting it together. What's yours? I'm a feelings person. If, if nothing else, I'm more in tune with that with myself than anything else. And sometimes even when I'm like creating, like even when I'm writing, like it's sometimes coming from like, what do I want this to feel like? You know, like certain songs can like feel like a hug and things like that. So it was just like, I wanted it to be like a, just a canvas of all these different aspects of what we are because 
we're not a monolith. Like we just get put in these boxes and like with these labels and stuff like that. And that's never been a thing for me. Like I, I, it irritates me when I feel like I'm being like categorized in some kind of way. So it was like a little bit of everything to the best of my ability with limiting myself to <laughs> 30 songs plus one, as I refer to it. Um, Cause shoot, I started at a hundred and something. So we, yeah. So, Cause even like in the order, like for me, I, I'm weird with like my playlist. Like I'll make them in a very specific order. And then sometimes I'll just listen to them on random. So it's like the order did matter. And then it also doesn't matter. And like, that's also where I was going with it. So it kind of like went through this journey of like, yeah, we want like peace and tranquility and self healing and all that kind of stuff. But we also met. And we got good reason to be mad. We, we're also frustrated. We have good reason to be frustrated and all the, those things. And like a little mess, a little ratchet, and wrap it in a bow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So my first question is, what artist should have made the list but didn't? I really wanted the Spice Girls on there. Like... I think the Spice Girls was either the first or second CD I ever bought with my own money. It was either that or Sammy. And like for me, like the Spice Girls represented like a rebellion of like where I live because I like what I what I learned to navigate was when I noticed very young, like if somebody had a problem or like made fun of like something I was interested in because it wasn't what everybody else was doing, I learned to hide that part of myself from them. That didn't mean that I stopped doing it. I just don't share that with you. And that's probably why like all my friend groups are in those different like sections because I'm not gonna not be who I am. I'm just not gonna fully be who I am around certain people that take issue with it because I'm not gonna change me. And so like the Spice Girls was like, for me kind of representing that, like my pop and NSYNC days and all that kind of stuff. Like I was into all kinds of music. So for me, like they were like, you know, girl power and all that, like rebellion and all that. So like I had Spice Girls, everything. But I was just like, it just, every song that I consider, like it just didn't fit. Like it just wasn't it. What about you? And for me, it was Aaliyah. It was Mm. Aaliyah. I Mm. like, oh, (laughs) Aaliyah taught me that my kind of black was okay. And I'm not very Mm -hmm. much like Aaliyah, like, or how, Mm -hmm. like, we perceive her to be, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Just from the way she talks and her vibe. I was never into bikes, um, um, you know, or whatever. But she just, it was that, like, highly elevated, like, high fashion, but still hood, still connected to being very, very black. Um, I think she called it street but sweet. (laughs) <laughs> yes that yeah. whole that whole vibe also mm-hmm. just like the androgyny that went into her look um mm-hmm. the empowerment of her songs like more than a woman yeah. is you know like mm-hmm. is something that i can listen to on repeat when i need to um you know just reaffirm myself like yeah so you know like it was a different type of r&b the you know like when we we're moving into r&b and rap and hip-hop crossing over the the rise of the culture mm-hmm. Aaliyah represents that for me like as as yeah. well as a, a like a very firm way of asserting that there are like you know infinite numbers mm-hmm. of sitting in blackness and being black um yeah. and not 
you know, being regular either, <laughs> you know? So like there was, she was a whole mood. She was a whole thing for me. Yeah. Um, and it really did like, you know, like, and I think I was a teenager, like, you know, you know, when Aaliyah started uh, uh, hitting big, I think she was a little bit younger than me. If I'm right, she would, you know, like. I used to but, know all of this because, you know, like when you in those days where you're like obsessed with your favorite artists, you know, their birthday, where they came from, all of that. Like, yeah, I think so though. I think it, she was like 75, 77. No, 79. Oh, 79. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I was, I was also coming out of like I was also finding my style at that time so like I was a young woman at that time so I would say probably not like um when she started getting big I was a little bit older than her but she was you know like I don't know she was just doing her thing so it was it was so exciting for me because it was the first time in my life that I had my own money yeah (laughs) you know like I've been working since I was 10 years old but I didn't like that all that money went into the household it did not go into Mm. my looks you know like I didn't have time and or money for makeup or Mm. clothes or anything else like that and seeing her gave me like impetus to like actually like start caring about those things because I mm-hmm. you know I like it was a it wasn't that I didn't care about fashion I was fascinated by fashion <laughs> like you know or that I didn't care about makeup I was fascinated by it I just couldn't afford yeah. it so right. um I'm surprised Aaliyah did not make the list yeah and I feel like part of why is because they didn't release her music but that's you know just feel how I feel on the streaming sites but um Funny story, it's funny that you mentioned Aaliyah. Um, I used to be obsessed, especially because like she was like brown and it was just like, it's usually like it was like a lot of light skin girls and stuff like that. So like it's, it, it was another one of those representation matters and that she didn't have to fit in that box. And she kind of like followed like that TLC kind of like, we can wear baggy, we can wear whatever we want and still be cute. And like, funny thing, my eighth grade graduation, I got my hair like Aaliyah did in the Are You That Somebody video where she had like the ponytails up here and like the swoop. Yes, (laughs) like obsessed. Like I had plans on like going to NTV when I used to do the Make It In video and I wanted to remake the one I gave my heart to video. Like that was my plan. (laughs) Seriously. Next question is, why did you pick your intro and outro song? And what were they, by the way? I don't remember what they were. <laughs> because, like, you mentioned this earlier, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to hold it until she asked that question. Um, I listen to things at random. Um, you know, that, and I kind of like it that way. So, like, when I put together the list, it wasn't... And remember, I had to go back and yeah. order them for you. I just don't remember what order I sent them to you in. So you I have can, to... You I have, have it right here. Me. You have Good Life by g Easy with Kehlani as your intro, and you have Lovely Day by Bill Withers as your outro. Okay, so yeah, so I wanted to start, like, I really, really love, you know, like, and it's so funny because, like, I dance in my car. People look at me I'm like I'm crazy, but I will be going to, like, you know, whatever. So Good Life, um, I think, and it's so funny because one of my friends, uh, pre-COVID times, uh, dragged me out to see a Fast and Furious movie. And I, like, it's not the type of movie that I would choose for myself, but I'm so glad that she did. 
<laughs> because that, that was part of that was part of the soundtrack and I like immediately downloaded it because I just love the feeling that it gave me. Because I like, you know, at moments, I mm-hmm. am living my best. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like I'm debt free, <laughs> I got good credit. <laughs> like, you know, um Flash you is know, driving me nuts. Sorry. Yeah, like I'm living where I want to live. I'm figuring it out. I'm, you know, like when people are like, oh, you know, when do you find yourself? And I'm like, I'm still looking, but I'm enjoying the journey. Like I'm loving my life, but I also want to live a version of the good life where I'm <laughs> popping crystal. <laughs> like, you, know, like, you know, like where I have like, you know, like, you know, there's a fantasy self of me that is not like rich, but like wealthier than I am, but doesn't have to worry about things that can, you know, fly somewhere, quarantine, and then spend another two weeks. Like I want to spend a month somewhere. I want to have that kind of flex, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't have that yet. So it's, you know, both a living the present, like right now I'm living, you know, a better version of my life than I was living 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. And also looking forward to the future. So that was, that was the thought on that one. And the outro, Bill Withers, is like, like, okay, so that is the song I grew up with. It Mm -hmm. is at every family function. It's at every community function when, you know, like, um, I used to attend um, the uh, HBCU uh, Southern Classic at the Meadowlands every year with my family. Like, it's a huge cookout, fish fry, every, all the Blacks. Converge on the Meadowlands in, in New Jersey, and we do our thing. It's like it's it's Black Christmas. It's amazing. We play spades. We talk like so. That song is associated with that place for me. It's also yeah. associated for every wedding that I've ever been to. Like really? all the picnics, all of the very social things. So that song is community to me. That that is that is blackness to me. That's one of That's the funny. like funny. I've never heard that song at a cookout. That's funny. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, that like, maybe it's a generational thing, but like, and the thing is, is that generally, generationally speaking, um, my brother, my sister and I are the only Gen Xers. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an old millennial, but like, <laughs> you know, like we're the only Gen Xers. There's a huge gap in my family. So like the older folks, you know, are, my parents are in their 60s, but like the generation, my grandparents are still alive. Well, one of them is, but you know, that generation is still going and cooking. So we have like this cross generational thing where the oldest person in our clan is 94, 95. And the youngest person in the clan, like, you know, oh, two, three years old. So like, you know, we have, we have that span and Bill Withers, like, I grew up with that song. No, I mean, I grew up with the song. I just never heard it at a cookout. Like, I heard it on, like, Sundays. Oh, every cookout. Like, you know, cleaning. Like, I've heard, like, Frankie Brown be amazed at every cookout. Like, that kind of thing. But that's interesting. And it's funny because that was one of those songs that I wanted to put on my list because that and Everybody Loves the Sunshine was what I had on repeat when I first moved last year. Like when we were on our way, like when we left the airport in uh, a hotel, we were on our way to our place. Like I just had that on repeat because it was like, it was a accomplishment of something that I wanted to do for so long. Like I never felt like I belonged on the East Coast. And it was just like, this is the vibe that I have, like just 
finally getting here and it was it was that so I was so happy when I saw that on your list because it was a hard takeoff for me so, so you have to answer the question too okay so for me my intro was trigger protection mantra by Janae Iko and I hate that self-care has become cool like as far as like trendy not like as far as people actually doing it I'm glad that people are doing it but for me like that's been my life's work of just working on myself and not necessarily fixing but centering like I need like I need to retreat I gotta regroup like that's how I process like when I do stuff and so like that meditation singing bowl like that's my whole vibe when I'm in that space usually and it's just peaceful and like soothing and kind of like for me, like it lures me in to whatever's next because it's like, I feel safe now. I feel calm now. Like, okay, I'm open to whatever's coming next. And the outro song was um, My Type, but uh, by Sweetie. It's the remix with Chineco and the City Girl because that same energy that I have for the intro is the same energy that I felt for the outro. Like just as much as I'm all like, you know, drink my tea, meditate, do my singing bowl, burn some sage, all of that stuff, like, it's still, like, nigga, what? Like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I didn't well, the thing is, is the two aren't, out. the two aren't exclusive. I can, I can, yeah. I second you on that one. The two, yeah. you know, like, the very calm, the, you know, the low, like, I, and I think this is just, like, you know, like, one of the, my favorite things about Florida, and there were things that I really liked about living there, trap yoga trap music and yoga they go together <laughs> they really really do and it was most enjoyable you can listen to the most ratchet music in the world or you know ratchet music but like it's still centering it's still calming it still gives you yeah. that affirmation right. so that's not a thing like i right. i i do believe that the energies can be aligned in that right. way because the flow of it for me is like there everything is moods and i'm moody cancer moods all the moods and i feel all of them 100 percent in every category when necessary and it fluctuates and so it's like i didn't want to leave that part out but i didn't want to put too much of that in there that it got confusing as to what i was trying to convey so i put like a couple drops <laughs> i guess and like that's how i feel especially uh janae's verse like we see each other like that's how that felt <laughs> All right. So for me, what feeling or emotion surprised you when you were creating the list? Um, I think it was relief. Like I was expecting to like, you know, state my case and all that kind of stuff. And like, I felt like I filled in the gap of what I wasn't conveying in the conversation with you. Like what I, what, like I, what I felt like I wasn't saying or wasn't able to articulate properly, I was able to do in that. And when it was finally done, I was relieved because I'm like, that's what I wanted to say. And for me, like, I, you know, it's funny because you, you say you're a, a thinking, I mean, a feeling person, like, and you're very mired in that. And I am, my strength, my strength is thinking. So I'm a very, you know, I'm a very, uh, I hate saying this about myself because it, it but I'm a smart person. Like I really am. Why I, would you hate saying that? 
<laughs> it's not like because it sounds, you know, like it 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 sounds like, you know, uh arrogance. But I am a smart person. Like, you know, like I am a person who studies, who investigates, who um is trying to figure things out. I do live very much inside of my head. Um and so like I'm out there like, you know, researching and doing, you know, doing the most and as I said before, like this is an intimate thing for me. It, it rolls into the feeling side, and you know, for me, I am sometimes shocked by my own feelings because I'm mm-hmm. I just don't think about them a lot. Um, <clears throat> so, like you know, being mired in feelings during a exercise that is partly intellectual but is very much mired in emotion. You're trying to convey a feeling. You're trying to right. communicate with someone. Right. You know. So, you know, I was mired in like actual joy, like feeling like, okay, like I'm, I'm explaining myself to someone, but it's not in the way that like, you know, irritates me because like I get irritated when people try to, you know, like I, I, I get irritated repeating myself. I get irritated, like doing these things, but someone is asking me how I feel. Someone's asking me what I'm about. And like, I felt this like joy and I was very very um taken aback by how happy the exercise made me how um I don't know how how much I felt towards it like and I remember telling you that like you know listening to it I merged the list because they they align in so many yes. ways I, I was very very surprised at how much they aligned Listen, I got <laughs> um, to it this morning because I'm like that's the mode I need to be all that energy all of it collaboration right. so like I merged them and I was like, oh my goodness, let me tell you, I was on an airplane when I got to listen to it for the very first time and I was bothering people. This white <laughs> woman was mean mugging me. Oh, she was so bothered. She was so bothered. Cause I'm chair dancing. I'm just like bopping along like, mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. like, you know, I'm not making any noise. Yeah. She shouldn't have been bothered. I'm just moving in my seat. And she was, I mean, and the funny thing is- You can't have a good time. Yeah, like, she was trying to get into my like, you know, frame of, of my eye frame because I'm I'm looking at my screen, I'm listening to my music, I'm typing away, I was riding on an airplane, like, you know, and she is like literally like Yeah. And I turned around and I was like, Can I help you? <laughs> it gives me this visual of like if somebody's eating something and they're like smacking and you look and like it can't be that damn good. And it's like, yes, this shit is. <laughs> like that's the visual that I have. Yeah, no, she was mad. I mean, she was big, big, big mad. But I wasn't doing anything to her. Like right. I was not doing anything to yeah. her. There's a seat in between yeah. us. I'm just moving in my seat. But she was big right. mad. And I was like, okay, go ahead, be mad. I don't care. Sounds like a personal problem, as my mother would say. <laughs> yeah, I I really enjoyed like the, like because it was like I felt like I completed my part when I did my list. But then when they did get combined, it was like, it's really complete now. And it's like, even on random days, like I'll just let it play and just rock the hell out, especially like, and building up to like working on this and like all the meetings and all the, you know, brainstorming we were doing. It was like, it's like a reference point for whenever I'm not sure, like, and in, in, especially when I get in my head, like maybe this ain't a good idea. Maybe we ain't gonna do this. Maybe it ain't gonna work out. Da, 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 da. And it's just like, go back, like go back to that. And it's like, okay. I'm focused now. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> what song is the heart of your thought process? 
on the list. Oh. So you're gonna have to pull up your playlists for that. I do have to pull up my, it shouldn't be hard, it's right here. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, the heart, oh my goodness. I, okay, honestly, it might be like who we be, DMX. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like, I think, you know, when we talk about dichotomies like you know like or mm-hmm. black and white or the difference between them like you know if we go that song asks us to say like what is the total i think he gets it like you know like we are high art we are the lowest of art we are just stopping and 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 grunting for a whole mm-hmm. verse we are right. from these places we've been here we've been there we've done the next thing that speaks volumes. It, it, yeah. it, a whole verse. Yeah. Like, yes. a whole verse. You know, like, and if I had to say, like, you know, like, if somebody, you know, of course they, people are always pressing, they want a Black History Month lesson in, in your 15 minutes of your day. Like, you know, because they didn't know. They were so surprised. <laughs> like, I'm like, shut up. <laughs> or they assume I am something that I'm not. Because right. I speak like this, oh, I'm more right. like them than I am like right. me. <laughs> and I'm like, right. no, right. no. I speak this way because my parents speak this way. Right. Their parents speak this way. Um, with a little bit more of a, you know, uh, an accent on each side. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, this is the way that we talk. This is the way right. everybody I know talks. So I right. don't know what you're talking about. You know, I'm not different. Yeah. I am like you know i talk like this because this is who i am <laughs> like about right. putting on airs or anything else like that so um you know like but if i had to give that and i you know i've had to give that lecture over and over again about like the totality of black experience i would say like the heart of it <laughs> is who we be by yeah. dmx you know what i love i know we talked about this a little bit too that i love that you put that song on there because one of my hard cuts was slipping by dmx and i picked something else that i felt like still had a dmx feel to it which was element by kendrick lamar but it was like i'm so glad that he made it into the rotation (laughs) yeah because it was a hard cut like everyone was a hard cut but it was just like Again, it was that unintentional finishing each other's sentence kind of thing where it was just like, uh, mad I didn't do that, but and then you went ahead and did it. So I was like, oh, look, it worked out. Oh, it's my turn to answer that question. Oh, so the funny thing is the song that I initially thought was the heart of my process was Get It Together by NDRE because that was like the initial train that was running the idea in my head. like that was just playing over and over again. But as I started to like dig into it more and think about it more, and the, the weird thing is, the song that I ended up making that 30 plus one was the song, cause it wasn't even on the, 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 the final 30, which was Fubu by uh, Solange. And it was just that, like all those little reminders of just like part of why I want this space and that Haven piece of just like, this, like something that's for us, that's ours, that's not gonna be colonized or whitewashed. And like, we always need to be the loudest in this room. Like, you know, everybody's welcome, but you need to respect people's house and know your place when you're a guest. And 
that's something that culturally we grow up understanding. But what I learned, especially when I got to college, is that that's not how it flies everywhere. And so in doing this, like that song kind of summed that up of just like, you know, when she's like, don't be mad that you can't sing along. Just be glad you got the whole wide world. Like you got the whole world. Like, why can't we have just this thing? You got everything else and you just can't leave well enough alone because you have to be the loudest in the room. You got to be leading the charge. And it's just like, relax. Okay, so what song on the other person's list made you feel some kind of way? There were two, and I'm torn between both. So when I can't make a choice, I tell you both. (laughs) So Who We Be by DMX was that um, for a lot of the reasons that you stated. And also Killing in the Name of by Rage Against the Machine. Because it was like, you can, like, it's like you can feel like electricity, like in you, like surging through you. Like when that's playing, because it's just like that. Like I'm mad as shit. Like yeah, like I I, I felt that. Yeah, and both of them kind of gave me that in different ways. And we talked a little bit about this, but um, you want to build a snowman by Mickey. Help me. Uh, Guyton. She is a black country singer, but she yes. remade the song from Frozen. Yes. Um, like, honestly, like when that came on, I cried. I might cry again. I might, oh, man, I'm not, I am not prepared to cry. Okay. Are we going to like, always be prepared to cry. This is a safe space. Oh my goodness. Um, one, I was going to put a frozen song on there on mine, but I was like, don't be a silly bitch. Like she don't, she doesn't, she doesn't know me like that bad yet. <laughs> um, I was gonna do "Let It Go," um, mm-hmm. but this version of um, oh, do you want to build? A I was gonna, like, I'm not gonna cry. Okay, <laughs> this version of do you want to build a snowman? Like, like it, it hit me like like a ton of bricks like you know mm-hmm. one of those things because I've been on both sides of that door like you know the movie version mm-hmm. both sides yeah. of that door like where I can't come out because it's dangerous for everybody mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. um, it's dangerous like you cannot so I've been shut away I've been Elsa in that situation and mm-hmm. then coming on the other side of like what I was going through um, you know I've also been you know um, why well, can't I can't, I'm emotional now, and like, <laughs> I can't remember the character's okay. name. I don't um, remember the character's name either. Yeah, Actually. but um, I've been on the other side of the door, like, you know, let me in. Like, mm-hmm. I miss you. Like, yeah. I'm sorry that I was gone. I'm sorry that, Yeah. Um, you know, I wasn't available. Um, or like, you know, like, I'm sorry you're not available, but like, I, mm-hmm. I need to come in. Mm-hmm. Um, I immediately texted my sister, <laughs> um, you know, like, you know being far away you know and we've we have a very complicated relationship and I'm not going to get into it but like you know being very very far away and feeling very far away you know from her um you know I texted my sister and I was like do you want to build a snowman (laughs) because that's exactly how I felt at that moment like you know like I've been I need you to make time for me like I know you're I know you've got a lot going on I know the kids and your spouse and your job yeah. and like all of it but like you yeah. know like your sister needs you and wants yeah. you like around yeah. and, you know, like yeah. that type of thing so like 
um, I had had a hard time reaching her and I texted mm -hmm. her she wanted to build a snowman and she got right back to me. So like, it was like <laughs> one of those things where like, I felt a thing, yeah. you know, and it, it just inhabited my body. It was like, right. oh. and then I took action on a thing that I had been thinking about and feeling. And so yeah. like that was a way for me to, you know, connect with someone I was constantly, like we were just missing each other, like, right. you know, like, all the time. and just missing each other for me can be a thing where another month will go by right six months will go by oh, a year wow. will go by before i feel the urge to like communicate again so mm -hmm. like you know, like it really it just snapped me out of like what i was doing and then like mm -hmm. you know like, like you know what i need to talk to my sister and this is this is how we're gonna do it like she's not gonna ignore this text <laughs> like, she didn't it, it really yeah. hit her that was the, yeah. that was that song for me yeah yeah and that's so cool like because that's kind of what that song is for me like it's a it's a security blanket and it's also a request because like i know like i had this one job where i would get frustrated and i would just have it on repeat to like zone out from people because like that it's not necessarily a christmas song but christmas music also does that for me like I, how i love you and i miss you are weird sentences for me to say like that's my way of saying like I miss you like to people and like one of my closest friends like we've technically been in a long distance friendship for like the past I feel like it's been almost like 10 years like she moved to Spain and then she moved to Italy and now she lives in Dubai so like the time zones just got bigger and bigger and bigger and it was you know and we've still managed to make it work it hasn't been easy but there will be times where we both drop the ball in communications and I would just send her a meme of do you want to build a snowman and then that would like reconnect us again and so for me adding that it was like a double entendre of just like now being in this new space where I don't have like black women in community as a readily available to me as I've had it my whole life and so it's it's that too in that way like which song best describes your joy <laughs> we can talk about uh cardi b's money <laughs> As far as joy, yes, like, you know, like, it's like one of those things that like, you know, um, yeah, like if I was going to say like straight joy, <laughs> Cardi B is a mess. I know she's problematic. She's my problematic fave, but like every once in a while she comes out with something that just says, says the thing that nobody wants to say, you know, mm -hmm. like what I need is money. <laughs> like that is that is what I need. It brings me joy. Money brings me joy. You want to give me a gift? Give me some money. <laughs> the best gifts I ever ever yeah. got were money, so I can choose the things that I want. And right. like you know, the power of it, the power of expressing that, um, mm -hmm. just dancing to it. I like I. This is on my marathon, like you know, like my running playlist, mm -hmm. uh, my marathon day list. Mm -hmm. What else is like? Um, it's on my like I'm cleaning my house list. It's just a mm -hmm. check, you know. Like if I if I could go back in time, you know, like or if that song came out before I had formed like you know like my relationship with my ex husband, like mm -hmm. money's important. It's <clears throat> important, <laughs> and I can I can go on all day long about like you know women socialization, um, how we are taught to like not like it. 
<laughs> or pretend like we don't like it <laughs> or that it's not important or it's not, you know, of it shouldn't be part of our value system. BS. Mm-hmm. Money is important and it brings me joy. So the other side of that coin for that question is what song best describes your pain? <laughs> um, that's, I think four women might be it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, as like, it's Nina Simone in general, mm-hmm. like is, I love, I love her music. I love, mm-hmm. you know, and I hate saying political because it's a very human, like, you know, like she's a humanist, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's only political because they, they're persecuting us, right? Mm-hmm. It's political because there's a them and an us, but it's really mm-hmm. a very human thing to say, this is our history. This is our pain to like put it out there. Like our, our pain is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Our pain is so beautiful. And I hate that because mm-hmm. I think people have used that to, you know, um, mm-hmm. commodify our pain to mm-hmm. like uh you know make advertisements and, and things like that but at the same time being able to take that and transform it into a you know make it the zeitgeist to make it the topic of conversation that has lasted for decades mm-hmm. <laughs> you know um so like it is something that i think about my history i i never like you know like my parents i thank them you know, mm-hmm. as complicated as my relationship with my parents is, I do thank them for teaching me about who I am when I never got that mm-hmm. from school. And I went to some very good schools. Mm-hmm. I went to some very, very good schools. I had excellent, excellent teachers, but they taught me early and often to do the reading about my own people, to learn mm-hmm. our history to invest if you hear something in a song that you don't understand go and look it up and this is before Mm. google Mm. (laughs) like you know the card catalog like i'm in the library constantly all Mm -hmm. the time but you know if we wanted explanations to things they gave us a book we had to read about it and we had discussions about it so you know the education the the history that i know is very much about them being very active about us mm-hmm. knowing who we are mm-hmm. you know about us loving who we are and and never ever forgetting no matter where we are <laughs> like you know, like so i've gone to all black schools i grew up in the hood and then i've gone up grown up to go to mixed schools and then i've gone to lily white schools but mm-hmm. through all of that i've never ever lost sight of like our history of what that actually means also you know the second layer of that is that it's a woman's pain (laughs) you know like and and there is nothing like that as well like Mm -hmm. you know the the, like you know like the amount of fortitude it takes Mm -hmm. um you know like and even in that song there's there's levity there's light there's humor as dark as that is (laughs) as dark as those stories are so like all of that like you know it's beautiful pain it's, it's yeah it's, you know like oh I can go on for days but yeah yeah that's that's that yeah and I was so glad that that song was on there too because she was another very tough cut because I had feeling good originally and and I think I also had um I put a spell on you and I was like no, that's not so to still it, again it was like the 
ones that were like really hard to do. It was just like you alley oop and you you did that. <laughs> so that was dope. Um, for me, song that describes my joy, um, I would give it to "As I Am" by her on that list. I just love how like whenever I listen to that song, it's just something I just feel free. Like that's the dancing in a car song. That's the dance while nobody's watching song, especially if you're a part of the rhythmless nation as I am. <laughs> what? Like, like, wait, 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 <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So you don't dance? I ain't got no rhythm, girl. <gasps> Shocking. Everyone has rhythm now. <laughs> it, it ain't there. It ain't there. My mom always say, I chair dance real good. <laughs> Just don't let me get up. Because <laughs> it ain't happening. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. It's okay. I didn't get all the superpowers, but I got some of them. <laughs> I think that's, but- a, that's a whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the list. <laughs> Somewhere. Um, the song that I felt like best described the pain, which was a tough one to choose. I would say Weary by Solange. Because it's like, especially when it comes to like being on social media, every time something else happens to somebody in our community, it's just like, that's the the running track in my brain of just being weary of the ways of the world. Like just, yeah. And, and, and it's my, it's like, it's that pain and retreat thing. Like this hurts too much to deal with. So, and then she says something like, I'm going to look for my body, be back right, like real soon. And it's that like, I need to go take care of myself so that I can function with all of this now added on top of whatever else was already going on. So that's what that one does for me. If you could add one more song, what would it be? Um, I technically added it because <laughs> it was supposed to be 30 and it was 30 plus one. <laughs> and that was that Fubu by Salon. And we already a little talked about it. I would add the Aaliyah song. I would say more yeah. than a woman. Like that would be that would be my um, uh, you know like that's I don't like that was an anthem for me for years yeah. <laughs> years and years and years and years mm-hmm. um, so like you know <laughs> I had whole dance and everything like it was <laughs> like you know like my fantasy life is popping because part yeah. of it is I'm in that video <laughs> doing stuff. So, um, I, like, the funny thing is, is that I'm not a bike rider. Like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm afraid of motorcycles. Um, mm-hmm. And my fear of motorcycles is coming from watching safety videos. I had to watch them all mm-hmm. the time for years. So when you see those accents over and over and over again, because I actually like some high adrenaline stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I might have, like, you know, like, might have gotten into bikes if I hadn't seen all of those videos. Those... Mm-hmm those safety videos oh goodness I'm like oh nope not gonna do this (laughs) not getting on a bike but you know like I do like vehicles I like going fast I like you know like I am an adrenaline junkie so like you know part of my like escape fantasy stuff is like oh I'm gonna find I'm going to find my next adrenaline fix I've like Mm -hmm. I've done some stuff (laughs) we can talk about what I do (laughs) but like I've been ziplining multiple times and I'm oh I cannot do heights I could I not do heights. <laughs> like I, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's something about it. Roller coasters. Um, not even the kitty roller coasters. I'm good. I'll hold the bags. <laughs> I 
Interesting. See, now we're getting to know other stuff. Yeah. I've just never been into heights like that. I mean, I mean, I've climbed like the street sign to tap the street, like the name of the street. Like that's that's the extent of my interest in heights. It's not my thing. I'm not a thrill seeker in that way. Not in that way, no. Like I'm adventurous, but not not the heights. Not like the I don't need the I could almost die feeling. I don't need that. I can't do it. <laughs> Why not? But did you die? <laughs> no, I'm good. I, I, no, that doesn't give me a rush. That it makes it does all the opposite things. Oh, it's like, I, but I will hold the bags of everybody else that would like to go up. <laughs> I will hold y'all stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm constantly chasing endorphins. So like, you know, and it's not like it's never anything like I've never been bungee jumping or anything like that. Like right. that freaks me out. And I'm not like a fan like it's not the heights that bothers me. It's falling off of things yeah. that would bother me a lot. But yeah. for someone who really has an aversion to that thing, I've I've done I've done some stuff. So yeah. I feel like my equivalent of thrill seeking is setting boundaries with people that don't give a fuck about boundaries. Like that's my yeah, you want to throw it out on the line? That's the risk. <laughs> Not um, last, I think this is the last question. Uh, which song artist were you surprised was on the other person's list? Oh, Amanda Seals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Amanda Seals. Niggas got me fucked up. <laughs> Oh, you should see me car dancing to that one too. <laughs> not, not today. Fucked up. <laughs> like okay. I, I go crazy. I go crazy. Yes. Um. Uh. I didn't know Amanda Seal sang. <laughs> she does it all. She does a little bit of everything. The trampoline. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, look at this girl jumping and flipping and tumbling, doing all that nonsense. I'm like, Listen. okay. <laughs> Amanda is one of my five cancer spirit animals. <laughs> like, I just have like my little core group of like cancer people that I've seen like in the public kind of thing, where mm-hmm. it's just like there's certain it's a certain part of their personality that from as from cancer to cancer I align with, and she's one of that five. <laughs> I just caught myself like I'm rocking, not 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 today. <laughs> I just I remember. I and this is probably very, this was passive aggressive. I didn't care. I remember one time at one of my jobs, those people were getting on my nerves that day because they just kept fucking up. I had that shit on repeat in the office for like two and a half hours. Not in my headphones. Like, leave me the fuck alone. Like, this ain't what you want. Like, and it's not like, I mean, I'm not... I'm not threatening people and all that kind of stuff, but it's just like this this ain't what you this ain't what you want, this ain't what you signed up for. Just leave it alone. Like I'm very aware of my temper. Very aware of it. Like I'm 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 saving all of us. Leave me alone. <laughs> so yeah, that 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 song hits that way. Um <laughs> the song I was surprised was on your list was Jamiroquai, Virtual Insanity. I did not see that coming. Because even when you sent your playlist, I didn't look at it. I just played it. I just let it play to just be surprised by everything. And I was like, I did not see that coming. Like, that was like, <laughs> what's up? That was, no, but it was good. Like, it fit. It worked. But I was definitely surprised. 
Yeah, no, I, and it's so funny because like, you know, when you start with a library, like mm-hmm. in my, and my library is curated. It's not like I have everything in there. Like there are some songs that come and there are some songs that go, you know, but like the ones that stick, the ones that stay, songs that like, you know, get my heart going. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing in my library that is willy nilly. I'm, I'm very mm-hmm. careful about like what mm-hmm. gets stored, you know? Yeah. Because we can stream anything we want now. So, like, if I'm in the right. mood to listen to some rando song, I can go and find it. But it doesn't have to stay with me. But right. if I am, you know, on an airplane, I used to travel a lot. Um, so, like, you don't have Wi-Fi, right? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, like, my my live but i still have like 1200 songs you know like stored offline so like mm-hmm. i'm rolling through it and because i'm so careful about what i keep i know like what i was you know what i was doing and as i'm scrolling through like putting adding subtracting to this list that i'm you know like whatever whatever i was like oh wow it's been a hot minute since i've listened to this one and i really put it on and i was like okay (laughs) like you know finding our joy and that song at its essence is finding our joy when the world is like losing its mind um (laughs) you know so like you know with a you know a lot of snappy jazz riffs in there like it's, it's a great song like it, you know it was definitely a moment yeah. in the 90s but like um the video is like the visual automatically comes whenever that song comes on yeah so <laughs> um yeah so like like you know like i was like oh i haven't i haven't heard this song in a hot minute but it does describe a lot of what's going like you know what's going on here um so like yeah i was like oh definitely and and you know like the thing about like I love about music, like really, really, really good music. It doesn't get old. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's timeless, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like you know, that's that song could come out right now, and you know, like it, it, it can be a bop. Like you know, that's that's what it is. Yeah. So like, that's a definitely good song. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of like kind of how I felt like um, when I put "Home Is Where the Hatred Is" by Gil Scott Heron on there. It's like, it's all, it's a timeless song and I hate that it's timeless because like, we're still like dealing with a lot of the same shit, the song. <laughs> like the lyrics, like it's one of those things where it's like, I don't even have the words sometimes. And it's like, and that's what the song is for. And like, that's where that comes in. I just like, yeah, nailed it. <laughs> so Winding we did down. our first podcast. Oh my goodness. Can I ask you what? what? I got that text and I was like, no, you are not going to buy a $200 toothbrush. Listen, listen. Sometimes I just got to get talked off the ledge. You don't need all the context. Sometimes I just got to get talked off the ledge. I don't want to tell you which other toothbrush is in my cart now and how much it is, but it's not 200 But um, I had an electric toothbrush Cause I research everything that like I buy, like I curate my items. Like it, everything needs to have a place if it's gonna come in here or it needs to be in some kind of staging area until I have a place for it. So I had an electric toothbrush, this is so random, <laughs> for like two or three years. And it just randomly like was just no more good. And it was a cheap one and it wasn't even that great but I just had it for however long until it didn't work anymore. And so I went back to like a manual, like charcoal one. And I um, 
went to the dentist finally recently because, you know, pandemic, like right when I was about to go to the dentist, the pandemic happened and you couldn't go to the dentist. So I was like, all right, I feel like things have died down at least enough for me to feel okay with my mouth being open in this place. And um, the lady was really actually and she was just like um yeah you should probably get an electric toothbrush and i was thinking to myself like yeah but y'all know leave me alone i wasn't thinking about it now you know re-put the thought in my head i wasn't worried about it and now i'm like having on my like back burner long-term short-term list so i've just been researching and researching and it's, it's rough these are these are my problems <laughs> these are my, these, no like but i was my first thought was like two hundred dollars what is that toothbrush doing for you like for real, for real. <laughs> um, oh, and giving me new teeth. <laughs> and, then, and then the second one was like, you know, like the pragmatist in my mind is like, yeah, something between the seventy and ninety dollar range was, you know, like you don't want to get them too cheap because they, you know, because pits up. But yeah, there's there's something somewhere in the seventy to ninety dollar range that you should be able yeah. to get. Well, I mean, I'm I'm big on quality over quantity, and so. I was looking at, I want to find a toothbrush that I can keep for like 10 years. Not the bristles, obviously, replace those. But the actual, you know, base itself, like I want something that I don't need to replace in the next two to three years because it was frustrating getting the one that I had before. So I'm like looking for like, well, what's all the features? Because by the time I'm ready to buy another one, those will probably be obsolete by then. Like that's, I guess, where the mind frame was with me going there with all like these bells and whistles that I do not need. But it just, it was cool. It was pretty too. Don't judge me. All right. Okay, I am judging. But like, $200. I'm judging me too. $200. Listen, but guess what? I would pay $200 for a toothbrush, but let that shipping be $5. It's over. Like the deal's off the table. Actually, I just paid shipping for some makeup and I was just, it, it $4.99 and it's mm-hmm. not. But the thing my is, line, my line for paying for shipping is if it's a small business, I will pay for shipping with small business. And even with that, like we got to be within reasons. Because if I'm buying some incense that costs three dollars and you charge me twelve dollars for ship, like no, no, yeah, mm. no. And what is that eyeshadow? I've been distracted by it the whole time. I really like it. Is it from that Natasha? Is it is it from that Natasha palette? It's, it's from palette. Oh, that's not the Natasha I thought it was going to be. I have that one. I need to try that color. What are you talking about? The gold? Yeah. I thought it was from nope. the gold. Mm-mm. Not the gold. I mean, the one you got recently. Bronze? Oh, the bronze? Nope. Yeah. Oh. Metropolis. I have to relook at my thing that means to use that. <laughs> yeah, <more>. it's the <laughs> uh, top row, the two. Actually, it's three shadows. It's three shadows. It's mm-hmm. um, the uh, mossy green. Um, mm-hmm. The mossy green one, uh, the mossy green matte. There we mm-hmm. go. And yeah. uh, the two shimmers next to it. So yeah. that top row, like. <laughs> yeah. This is so funny. This is how it gets on the phone. Like, we'll be on one thing for a long time, and then it'll just jump to the like, That's why I have to make it. all over the Listen. I know. What lip are you wearing? Uh, Lisa Eldridge. Uh, See, this is this is this is why we can't have nice things. What? What are you? I was on her site and I talked myself off a ledge. I'm not buying any of the. Not buying any of. Like I was like because uh, you, did you see her release? No, I refused to open it. I saw the email. I said no, not today. I'm in recovery. It's I'm so get, I'm working on myself. I'm getting better. 
so pretty. It's such a pretty release. Like the bag, it's uh, a lipstick, a lip gloss, and a lip liner, and all of it. All of it is like oh so good. And I talked myself out of it. I was like, you know what? You don't need what any color? more lip products. What color? Hmm. What colors? She has a, a set, like she has a, a berry set, she has a red set, she has like a mulberry set. She has she has a pink Why would set. You, I'm talking about the new one. The, I, don't, I don't need to know. I shouldn't know. The I new know. she has five different sets. Five different sets. <laughs> I'm telling you. Why would you do this? I thought we were cool. I thought, I thought we I thought, were cool. You didn't have to I mention thought. that because I don't have any. I don't have any Lisa Elders. I, I just have two. I, and, I I got two. I got this one and then I got a pink, like a hot pink one when I made that order. And I was just like, this is where it stops. Because I was out of control. Like, I just like, this is where it stops. I have to draw the line here. It's like, okay. But it's so hard to find a red lipstick. So I searched and I watched so many videos and all that stuff. And I was, you know, it's especially hard, like sometimes when you're trying to look for a certain color on somebody that's your complexion too. So it was just like, I went through all of that. And then I'm like, I finally found the one. Okay. But it gets on everything. That's one thing I don't care too much for. I'm so angry. Because <laughs> now I'm going to go and I'm going to buy. I, last night, I, I was like, you know, like I was doing all the things. I was going to get two of those kits. And mm-hmm. I said, you know what? You don't need it. And I grabbed the colors, the similar colors that I already have. And I looked and I said, okay, you, Pat McGrath has you, like you're holding it down, so forth and so on. You don't need yeah. the first one. But the red, the red was in there because I don't, I only have two reds. I only mm-hmm. have two two reds one of them's a nars mm-hmm. um as far as bullet lipstick is concerned yeah. uh one of them is nars and the other one is some sample like it's a ysl sample that's what it is mm-hmm. um and uh uh they're both great reds but like i'm looking for a blue red and I'm, I, that's what i see it's a on blue your red list. it's a blue red Mm-hmm. That's what I was looking for. Like I was looking high and low, and like that's where I'm at right now with the orange lipstick. Like I, I okay, I'm I breaking up with you. I know I want. I'm done. I'm done. We're we're no longer <laughs> friends. Oh. <laughs> I was so good. I was ta- I talked myself down. I said, you know what? You do have two reds. They are serviceable. They will do. Actually, the white one. Yeah, I know, right? I don't no maintenance red. <laughs> so for real this time, we finished our first podcast. Yay. <laughs> oh, you know what? Before we finish, mm-hmm. we should talk to our viewers, regardless if there's only three of them or not. Um, if you found that this was very entertaining, like we invite you to do this with someone you know you are getting to know. Um, exchange a list. Think about it. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. It's actually a really good way to get to know someone. So, like, um, you can always feel free to like, subscribe, comment, comment. We want to hear from you because um, we are really trying to build community. Uh, yeah. We don't want to be out here by ourselves on an island, like you know, yeah. like. Uh, so the invitation is open, and like you know, like I think that we both benefited and learned and got to know each other better, but also like investigated our insides as well um, Mm -hmm. doing this. So like, we'd like everybody to, you know, um, try it for themselves. Let us know how it works out. Um, You know, uh, make a new friend on the internet. (laughs) So um, yes, until next time.
Bye.